The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Behind the back dribble, Black, bank shot, go! And they say the big guys can't goodness. dribble, right? How did he do that? <laughs> Jordan on the right wing, right corner, Finky. Puts it on the deck, drives in, oh! and slams it in! <laughs> Finky slams it in! There's the Kenny battle drive! Exactly! <laughs> Now, from our Illini Game Day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good evening. Welcome into the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Michael Kaiser in, in for Scott Beatty. Lauren Tate also with me tonight. Tip off 7.30 as the Illini try to take down the Hoosiers once again. Thanks for joining us. The Illini are 12-14 and 14 on the season. 2-11 in Big Ten play. Indiana 14-12, 7-7 in the Big Ten. Illinois, as you remember, had the lead, pretty comfortable lead late in that game. Almost gave it away, but the Illini hung on for the victory here at State Farm Center. Lauren Tate, good evening. Good evening. We talked about this in uh, Sports Talk earlier. The Illini, you had that feeling when they go over to Bloomington, Indiana, it's going to be tough to get that win. And last season, Illinois fell behind 15 to nothing. Uh, to start that game and got it in the second half, got it you know, pretty close in the second half, but never was able, able to get up the hump and, and get the victory over the Hoosiers. And uh, the Illini are going to need to play well from the start tonight and play a full 40 minutes if they're going to be in this game because it's a really tough place to play, and the Hoosiers are going to play well there tonight. This is start of five games in 11 days. Is that right? Boy, that's a, that's a real close to the season, and you better be sharp at the end because that's one game right after another right into the Big Ten tournament, which will be on a – on February 28th, and if they don't make it, if they don't win that game, it'll be the first, it'll be the fourth time in 113 years that Illinois has not played in the month of March, and not one basketball game in the month of March. And that's obviously due to the schedule being changed this year. It's usually automatic that Illinois plays in March, no matter mm -hmm. if they that's have true. five wins or if they have 25 wins. But the Big Ten tournament was moved up to play at Madison Square Garden, which that's a whole other conversation for another day. But um, so Illinois most likely is not going to play into March. Well, uh, they would probably, if they uh, win uh, on Wednesday, they will, though. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, probably going to be Iowa, although that can obviously change when you got four or five games to go. But um, Iowa would be the opponent, and Iowa doesn't, uh, Illinois doesn't match up well with Iowa. they got those two big guys, and they, they just dominated Illinois uh, at, uh, on the glass and, and around the basket with all those layups. That's been the story, by the way, of 14 losses this season, Nine of those games, the, the opponent shot 500 or better, and that includes some really mediocre three-point shooting for the most part. The opponents are only shooting 32, 33% from the, from the arc, and that pulls down their, their average overall, 
But two-point baskets, they must be shooting close to 600. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, the, that's, that's, it's been a layup line. It's it really bit, has. Yeah, dunks and layups. Yep. Did you know in the last game we just played against Penn State, they had five dunks in the last 10, ten minutes? Five, five dunks in the last 10 minutes. That's that's not that's that's effort right there trying and that's just give it up on the game and that's you can't have that in that situation. I think that game I never saw that game being a 20 point loss. I just never saw that coming and the lead just continued to grow and grow and grow and Illinois was doing nothing on the other end and I'm like, "Wow." Yeah, 16 points on offense and giving up all those layups. I wish I would I wish I would have looked looked this up before uh, before we came on the air tonight. The biggest loss to Penn State prior to Sunday night. That's that's the worst loss, I believe. Yeah, that was the worst one. I don't know what the next worst was. Yeah, but uh, Illinois, worst loss to Penn State ever. Well, we're going to take a timeout. Uh, we're going to come back. Uh, Dion Thomas is going to join us from the Assembly Hall in Bloomington, Indiana, get his thoughts on the game and uh, his thoughts on the season as it's starting to wind down. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. More Fighting Illini Game Day is up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS. Welcome back to Fighting Illini Game Day, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Lauren Tate, getting you ready for the Illini and the Indiana Hoosiers. The Illini 12 and 14 on the season, and 211 in the Big Ten. Indiana 14 and 12 and 7 and 7 of the Big Ten. Dion Thomas busy getting interviewed, getting ready for their pregame show. Brian Barnhart pitch hitting for Dion. Uh, I don't, Brian. I don't know if you can say you're a, a pinch hitter. You're usually the lead guy. Well, uh, you know, I didn't score as many points as Dion did. So, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have the same resume. You're the, you're the uh, all-time leading scorer for broadcasters at the University of Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We'll, we'll go with yeah. that. We're all at zero. Yeah, we're all at zero. Uh, well, Michael Finke didn't make the trip due to concussion he suffered on Saturday. Uh, Demonte Williams uh, has a hyperextended knee. He's day to day, but out tonight. So the Illini are really short-handed. Not what you want going on the road to play an Indiana team who's been playing better of late. They have been playing better of late, so I would assume you'd have uh, more Mark Smith and maybe a little more Drew Casey mixed in there, the uh, redshirt sophomore, of course, who's played on occasion, but uh, he'll be maybe more available a little earlier in the ball game. And then, of course, Evoigbedin getting the start in the place of Finke. Uh, same lineup we had the other night with Jordan also out there. Uh, do you know the status of, of uh, I guess, Kipper Nichols and, and Allstork? They've had such weird playing time absences in the last couple of games. Uh, yeah. where, do they, where do they stack up in this game, do you think? Well, I mean, I think they're going to need them. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were both – I mean, Allstork was out there today at the shoot-around running with the first team Okay. Uh, per usual. So, I mean, there wasn't anything unusual there. Now, you know, unless they're just so short of bodies, they, you know, they needed to use them, and there's something I don't know about. But, I mean, uh, everything looked normal today. Kipper was on the second unit working with them and Allstork in the first. So – you know, we'll see without thinking without Williams. I don't know if that affects their minutes or we'll just have to kind of see how that develops tonight. Well, probably will because <laughs> they don't have two main guys, guys that play a lot. Uh, wh- how do you think they'll go about Morgan? How are they going to challenge him defensively? Well, I mean, the last time he had, what, 28 points? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, 12 I, out of 14. Yeah, I think the, you know, the – we saw it with Ethan Happ. What they tried to—they tried it both ways with him, and it didn't work well either time. So, 
Uh, I think they're a little more concerned. They, they figure Morgan's going to get what he gets, uh, you know, kind of regardless of what you try. But, but uh, you know, I think they've got to make sure. And they did a pretty good job last game on Johnson. He didn't have a huge yep. game. Uh, McRoberts wound up having the biggest game he's had all year uh, in the first half. But I, I would think, um, you know, that, that just will, you know, have Morgan kind of get what he gets but keep everybody else down like they did in the last game, which was 10 or below. Uh, to try to win the game. The voice of, of the Illini, Brian Barnhart, joining us from Bloomington, Indiana, at the Assembly Hall. Uh, Brian, over the years, it's a tough place to play. Uh, and Lauren and I talked about it in Sports Talk, and uh, that it's just Illinois has that feeling when they go over there that Illinois may not get the victory. It's just been that way over the years. Illinois last year, 15 to nothing to start the game, I believe. But Illinois rallied and got within, uh, what, four or five points in the second half. Um, what does Illinois need to do besides not start like that tonight? Well, that would be the first thing is don't start like that. I mean, uh, you, you can get buried here. And Indiana basically has adjusted their lineup over the last, well, since they played Illinois. Uh, Green came in. If you remember early in that game with Indiana the first time, they were having trouble. Newkirk was having all kinds of trouble with the pressure. They put Green in, and he kind of steadied the ship, and he moved into the starting rotation after that. And uh, so he's been a steadying influence. And they've also uh, thrown McSwain in there, who's done really well on the glass. So, They've made uh, those two adjustments in their lineup, so that seems to have helped. But it, just avoid the, you know, the droughts. I mean, they've got to minimize the droughts. You can't have them at home, as we've seen, and especially can't have them on the road, as we saw at Ohio State. And last year they digged it, did dig themselves out of the hole, got within four or five late, but just gave up way, way too many points early uh, to give themselves a chance. But they haven't won here since, what, 2010? And Lauren's been over here many, many times. I mean, it gets loud. It's, it's yep. intimidating, even with a team that's kind of average this year and rebuilding in Indiana. So, But I think of all the teams in the Big Ten, Illinois matches up pretty well with this team. And it's kind of like their matchup with Northwestern. I think, you know, size-wise, I mean, Indiana doesn't, without Deron Davis, doesn't have a big rim protector. They kind of rely on uh, one main guy to score and a couple of others to to pitch in and and so you know and they're both in transition with first year coaches so it's kind of an even matchup uh, in this one but again just flipping the script being on the road this time yeah the uh, scoring droughts uh, about eight and a half minutes the other night and then uh, Ohio State was 11 and a half minutes and it's just something you don't see very often uh, especially with teams that are trying to win games so we'll see if they can avoid that tonight Brian have a great broadcast we'll hear from you guys here pretty soon okay talk to you soon yep that's Brian Barnhart live from the Assembly Hall in Bloomington, Indiana. The Hoosiers and the Illini tipping things off at 7.30 tonight. Uh, so plenty of coverage left and plenty to look ahead to this game. Coming up next, the keys to the game. Lauren and I will break down the keys for tonight's game. So stay with us here on Fighting Illini Game Day. I coach that way. If you guys can't tell that, I coach that way. And I live my life that way with a passion and a zest. Uh, I love basketball. And, and I want each and every one of those kids to be successful and to go to the NCAA tournament. Um, today I wasn't very pleased with that locker room. I wasn't very pleased with who that locker room became today. And um, that, frust that frustrates me for, for them. I've got to do a better job. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Finding Illini Game Day. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Lauren Tate. Brad Underwood after the game the other night and just uh, trying to coach with passion 
and trying to get his players to have some passion as well. Now time for the keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by the Pella Window Store. Lauren, what are your keys to the game tonight? Well, uh, if you recall last year uh, when they lost – when Oklahoma State lost six straight games and they turned it around, he announced, he stated that they changed their defense mm-hmm. in order to do that. The defense that they're using is not working. No, They've got to pack it in tighter. They've simply got to prevent 17 dunks and layups by Penn State. The previous game, 13 by Wisconsin. Dunks and layups. You can't give up dunks and layups. So my whole contention, the, the key to the game is, Make them make shots. Now, maybe they'll make shots, but make them make shots. Make them make jumpers. Don't let, don't let them into the basket. Pack it in. And I, you and I have talked about this throughout the season. Maybe they just don't have the players who can play defense the way that Brad wants to play defense. Well, that's true. And they don't – and you watch the games, it's clear they don't uh, on the backside of the defense especially. If you got guys maybe – gambling a little bit on that pressure defense and it's created it's created a ton of turnovers that's that, i mean it has. yeah illinois has got michigan state with 25 turnovers this year and yep. multiple teams had well over 20 turnovers that's true and so illinois needs uh to continue to create turnovers that helps them get going on the offensive end and helps them be in games but at the same time they're losing games because of the backside of the defense uh, they got all the pressure defense out on the wings the backside of the defense isn't stopping anybody and if they get if they get by that pressure it's a layup line, and that's been going on all season long, and it's just early not. in the game they forced Indiana to make a lot of turnovers mm-hmm. in their last meeting. Yes, forty-two to twenty-two at one point in that game they led by twenty, and they won by six or four or six, whatever it was. But my point is that as games wear on, usually teams figure it out a little bit mm-hmm. and don't make as many turnovers. They Indiana lost the game because of a rash of turnovers, but don't expect them to do that tonight nope don't expect them for sure well this keys of the game brought to you by the pella window store for all your window and door needs visit the pella window store on country fair drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com and buy hickory point bank in champagne stay with us the coach's corner is next here on fighting a lot on game day Now time for the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart sat down with Orlando Antigua getting ready for the Hoosiers and the Illini. It's Illinois basketball tonight as we begin on the coach's corner with Orlando Antigua as we bring you Illinois and Indiana tonight. Uh, it's been a while since you've been in this building. Uh, you were with a different team at the time, right? Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a long while. Uh, last time we were here actually uh, fell a little bit short. Um, uh, Christian Wofford hit a big time, a uh, big time three uh, to win the game for for IU, and um, was one of the two losses that we had that year going on to be able to win the national championship yeah. in 12. I was going to say with Kentucky, that was yeah. uh, that was a memorable game. Obviously forgettable for you, but maybe motivated your team a little bit. It did, it did. It was it was a it was a great game that that bonded the guys. Uh, you know, the two things that I took away from there was obviously him making the shot and. Darius Miller on the floor and having to run out there because they were storming the court to try to get him off the court. And then going in the locker room and seeing uh, Michael K. Gilchrist in uh, in tears, in full-blown boo-hooing tears because we had lost. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, we went on to win a bunch of games in a row and wind up losing again at the uh, SEC uh, championship game to Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. um, which at that point we needed because we had won about 17, 18 in a row. And, mm-hmm. 
to be able to get refreshed and get refocused on and try to go win six games in the, in the NCAA tournament. All right. Well, trying to get refocused tonight is the current uh, Illinois team after a loss the other night. Uh, what did you take from that game, and what do you bring with you tonight here? Well, we, we, what we certainly got to do is, uh, you know, when you're playing a team um, that's that's been – that we've beaten already at home, um, you know they're going to come play with a little extra vinegar at their place. Um, second time around, uh, they know what to expect in terms of our defense and our and our and our uh, our schemes. So we're going to be able to have to make a couple of adjustments with that. Uh, but we still have to come out and take care of playing Illinois basketball, um, taking care of the glass, taking care of the ball, and disrupting them on uh, on offense. Yeah. When you look at just roster wise, the two teams are somewhat similar. Very similar, very similar. Obviously, they've they've had uh, some injuries, and and um, uh, in terms of size wise, um, very parallel. Um, you know, so I, I think uh, whereas some games in the past where, where size has been maybe an issue, um, you know, we, we match up pretty well with them. And uh, Coach Miller has made some changes a little bit to his lineup since we just saw them. He did. He did. He, he actually, uh, since our game, since our last game, uh, Devontae Green really showed that he, he uh, took a big step up in our game and, and since then has become the starter for their team. Uh, Freddie McSwain um, has been playing lights out the last five games in terms of rebounding the ball and uh, a nice uh, balance to, uh, to Morgan on the block. Um, and they bring, you know, they, they went with a little more experience in bringing uh, Justice Smith off the bench, uh, who was in the starter role in, in, in our first game. Um, but then, you know, they still got a lot of veterans in, in Robert Johnson, and um, you know, it's going to be, be be interesting uh, to see if we can come out with the same fighting intensity that we had the first outing, uh, make things difficult for Robert, because if he gets it going, it, it becomes a long night. All right, we'll take a break. Back with Orlando Antigua on the Coach's Corner after this. Valentine's Day night here in Bloomington, Indiana. Orlando Antigua is with us. We're scouting the Indiana Hoosiers. So what did we do well in the first game that helped us? Well, we, we, uh, we did a great job of, of um, containing Robert Johnson. Uh, we didn't do such a good job uh, with Juwan Morgan. As he had a you know, career night and shot extremely uh, high percentage from the floor, 12 points. He does that to a lot of people. He does do that a lot to a lot of people. He's a matchup problem. Being an undersized uh, forward and, and playing in the post and being able to step out and pick and pop, um, you know. So I, I thought uh, we've got to do a much better job on him, but we've got to continue to contain the ball, make things difficult on their guards, not let them get any easy looks and any easy uh, catch and shoots uh, from, especially from the perimeter. Yeah, I know. Uh, as you uh, watch other coaches and how they work their teams, that Archie Miller, he's a good tactician. He is. He's, I mean, he comes from uh, a family of tacticians, and not only Sean, but his dad, who's a uh, who's a Hall of Fame coach uh, back in Western Pennsylvania as well. Um, so, you know, when you get a chance to play a team a second time, you know there are going to be some adjustments. He's got a great staff, and you know, guys that I, that, that I know well on, on their staff. So, um, it'd be it's going to be fun to see what the chess match is and what and what they try to do to to adjust to our to our yeah. pressure. And I know we're a little shorthanded tonight, so certainly maybe some more minutes for different guys as you kind of adjust 
as you go. Here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, injuries are a part of what uh, you know what our sport is about, and and that's why you have you know 13 scholarships, and now it gives somebody else an opportunity, another opportunity. You know, we like to play nine, ten guys as it is with our rotation. Um, so now the rotation gets maybe shrunk a little bit more. Maybe you, you get a chance to see a Drew Casey or someone someone else step in uh, and take up some more minutes, depending on what. Hopefully, um, those guys can come out and 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 excel in their roles and, and do their job. So just a quick final summary of a couple of things that we need to do well tonight. We've got to take care of the ball. We've got to limit our live ball turnovers. we definitely got to do a much better job in our transition uh, transition defense, which they hurt us uh, a bunch with. Um, some of it had to do with turnovers. Some of it had to do with uh, some of the some of the shots that we take in quick shots. And then we've got to execute offensively. We've got to make the ball move and cut hard. And, and we'd, we'd like to say get to the third side. Um, so it gets reversed a couple times so you can get to the short car, short part of the clock uh, down the stretch. If we get an opportunity to score early, we want to take it. If not, we want to make them defend and make them work. Okay. Hey, Coach, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, right. to me. Right. That's it. Uh, we've got Orlando Antigua with us. He's been with us on the Coach's Corner here from Bloomington, Indiana. And that's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Scotty's Brewhouse and Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Uh, Lando Antigua and, the, and Brian Barnhart breaking down the game for you. The Illini trying to sweep the se season series from the Indiana Hoosiers. The Illini won 73-71 the last time these two teams met here at State Farm Center. The Illini were able to get, away, get out of the arena with the victory over Indiana. Illinois led by quite a bit late in that game, but we're not, we're not able to close it out. Uh, they closed it out, but uh, it was a little nerve-wracking in that game back on January 24th. The game tips off at 7.30 tonight, so plenty more of game day coverage to come up. One Big Ten game in action right now, number 22, Michigan, up at halftime over Iowa, 37-24. to uh, Number 12, Duke, playing without Marvin Backley the third tonight, up uh, 23-21 over Virginia Tech. Number 11, Clemson on the road at Florida State, up 23-11. to And number three, Villanova, the only other top 25 game in action up down one to Providence 17-16 Villanova uh, coming off a win over Butler over the weekend the Villanova Villanova has been number one or around number one uh, for most of the season of course Iowa three and 11 in the Big Ten Illinois two and 11 in the Big Ten the Illini 12 and 14 overall Indiana 14 and 12 seven and seven in the Big Ten well thanks for joining us I'm Michael Kaiser there's more fighting Illini game day in just a moment with Brian Barnhart and Deion Thomas be sure to stay with us after the game for the Fasteners at a post-game show with myself and Matt McCumber. You're listening to News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.